This is Julie D, and you're listening to the Nordonia We Need to Talk Podcast Network, brought to you by NordoniaHills.News, recorded in the Gary Miller Studio. Cleveland Sports Podcast starts now. Hello, everyone. Happy Saturday. Wishing you a happy Saturday. Welcome to another edition of the Cleveland Sports Show, just with me today, Darius. We have a lot of things that I want to talk about today, especially heading into the NBA season, which is only which is going to kick off in just under a month. Hard to believe that that offseason went by so fast. But first, without further ado, we're going to talk about uh, an update for the Nordonia Knights football. Uh, unfortunately, suffering a loss, their first loss of the season, to the undefeated Wadsworth Grizzlies. Uh, this gives the Knights now a 3-1 and one overall record, the second-best record in the National Division standings. Um, in the game itself, the Knights were actually able to take a 7-6 lead after the first, uh, first quarter. Um, however, once the fourth quarter came, they were outscored 14-8 by Wadsworth, uh, eventually uh, leading to a 10-point loss, 35-25 to in favor of the Grizzlies. The Knights' next game will be the homecoming game for their Nordonia Knights against um, the Hudson Explorers, who their record is 1-3. The Knights will be looking to bounce back from uh, yesterday's loss to Wadsworth with a homecoming victory next Friday. Um, now let's get into some great things going on for the Cavs right now. If you're not aware, the Cavs were able to sign Rodney Hood to a one-year $3.4 million deal. Now, some of you may be thinking, well, Rodney Hood average, average did not plays with us. You know, he's really he was never a great fit for the Cavaliers. However, there's one big change to the Cavaliers this season, and LeBron is gone. Now pretty much the Cavs need everything they can get. It's great to have a piece like Rodney Hood back to the table for the Cavs. Uh, we know Rodney Hood with Utah the last season played 39 games and he averaged about 17 points with them. And with the Cavaliers in the 21 games he played in that trade in February was able to average 10.8 points. So with Rodney Hood back, those 10.8 points will definitely be a huge significance, uh, especially with LeBron James gone and all of his statistical powers that he brought to the Cavaliers. And now we, I mean, and his stats with the Jazz were obviously much better than the ones with the Cavaliers. But still, like I said, if you once if you have that piece of Rodney Hood, it's going to be a lot more beneficial for the Cavs, especially down the road, in helping them to possibly gain a playoff spot in April. Uh, next, I want to give another update on MLS standings. Uh, so far, what's going on? Uh, we still have the top three, both teams from New York City. The New York Red Bulls are placed number one with 17 wins, four draws, and seven losses. Uh, Atlanta United is in the second position with 16 wins, six draws, and five losses. And then finally, like I mentioned, the other New York team, New York City FC, is in third place with 14 wins, seven draws, and eight losses. Now, for you Ohio sports fans, Columbus Crew is right in that fourth position with 12 wins, seven draws, and eight losses. Like I said, on October 31st is the final decision day when all the teams play for that uh, playoff position. The final of the MLS will be on December 8th uh, between the 
Eastern Conference champion and Western Conference champion. And speaking of the Western Conference for the MLS, the top three teams include FC Dallas, Sporting Kansas City, and Los Angeles FC. Uh, to begin, we have in position number one, FC Dallas, who have 14 wins, 7 draws, and 6 losses. And Sporting Kansas City in number two with 14 losses, 6 draws, and 7 losses. And finally, for that number thir three position is... Los Angeles FC with 13 wins, 7 draws, and 7 losses. Like I said, the MLS season is just getting started. Um, well, it's a regular season. It's coming to a close, but the playoffs are right around the corner. Um, at the end of October through December 8th, which is going to be that final game, which is going to be highly anticipated after such a magnificent MLS season this year. Now, I want to also get into the WNBA Finals, which concluded this past Wednesday. Congratulations to the Seattle Storm for their 3-0 series sweep over the Washington Mystics um, this past Wednesday. This is the Storm's third championship uh, since 2004, 2010, and then finally here in 2018, their third championship. In that final game three, the high scores for the Storm were Natasha Howard and Brianna Stewart. Natasha Howard with 29 points, and then Brianna Stewart with 30 points, 8 rebounds, and 3 assists. And for the Mystics, the high scorers included um, Elena Deladon with 23 points, 4 assists, and 5 rebounds. And then uh, Christy Tolliver with 22 points, 5 assists, and 3 rebounds. Um, like I said, this is their th the third title for the Seattle Storm, um, another conference championship in the rankings as well. So another congratulations to one of the most highly anticipated seasons uh, for the WNBA, definitely making great leaps in the sports world, and congratulations to the Seattle Storm for their third championship win. And now I want to get into another big NBA story uh, that's unfolding uh, in these past few weeks, and it concerns the Oklahoma City Thunder and Russell Westbrook. Uh, Russell Westbrook uh, has an uh, injury that could impact the Thunder's preseason that might not allow him. He has a knee injury which might not allow him to play in their preseason. And this got a lot of people, including me, thinking, how is this going to affect the Thunder? How is how could this diminish their playoff hopes? What will happen? Because the face of the franchise, Russell Westbrook, is basically gone. And I want to give everyone some stats. We all know that Carmelo Anthony is gone. But they still have the reigning all-star in Paul George, who last year gave them 22 points a game, um, two steals per game. He shot... Th um, from three-point percentage, he was about 40%, uh, 43% from the field, played 79 games for the Thunder. So definitely their second-best player to look to look up to is Paul George. However, I don't think it's going to be enough, especially without Russell, especially without Russell Westbrook, their leader, leading them into the season. Because don't forget, on opening night, October 16th, they will head to Oakland to face the Warriors on their championship ring night. And without Paul George, the Thunder are just going to get blown out of the building. And that just might be the case for them for a decent number of the games without Russell Westbrook. So they definitely need Russell Westbrook to uh, heal as ASAP because without him, they're 
chances of winning the West have, have just diminished, especially with the new-look Lakers, the quality of the Warriors, and then you add the new-look Rockets with Carmelo Anthony and then reigning MVP James Harden along with Chris Paul. I just think without the power that Russell Westbrook brings to the Oklahoma City Thunder, they're just not going to be able to withstand what the West has in store this season, which is definitely a highly anticipated Western Conference. Um, it just... In the comments section below, what are your thoughts on Westbrook? What do you think the Thunder are going to bring to the table, especially with only Paul George as their sole leader? We do uh, not to mention Stephen Adams, their center, who averaged about 14 points this season, did play 76 games for the Thunder. So, what are your thoughts? Let me know in the comments below. How do you think the Thunder will be impacted with the loss of Russell Westbrook in the preseason? Now, lastly, the Browns have a lot of hype. This is their best start since 2004 to an NFL season in the 21-all draw with the Pittsburgh Steelers this past Sunday. Uh, the box score sent um, in the second quarter. The Steelers were able to get their first touchdown up 7 nothing, and then they were up 21-7 to after the third quarter. However, the Browns uh, created a fourth-quarter rally um, to tie the game at 21 points, and then in overtime, neither team was able to score, therefore concluding the match with a 21-21 draw. The next up for the Browns will be in New Orleans, where they take on the Saints tomorrow at 1 o'clock p.m. They will be looking for their first win of the season, uh, or possibly their second draw. Who knows? It could even be their first loss. Now, we will see what the Browns will have in store with definitely one of the uh, higher-powered um, offense of the New Orleans Saints. We'll see what that matchup brings tomorrow in um, Louisiana, in the state of Louisiana. Well, that concludes uh, this uh, portion for the Cleveland Sports Show uh, this weekend. Thank you very much for listening. We will hope to see you next week for another awesome edition, especially with the NBA season kicking up. We'll, probably, we'll be talking about... Uh, this upcoming NBA preseason, some of the big marquee matchups. So don't, uh, so stay tuned with us, and we will see you next week. And have a great week. Thank you.